I just wanted to share a very nice insight on the Haggadah Shel Pesach. We see that two of the four brothers are the Chacham and the Rasha. By the Chacham, the Pasuk brings down, and this is what the Chacham asks. He says, He asks, what are all these mitzvot? What are all these rules that you guys have to keep? And he says, you people. And then by the Rasha, the Rasha's Pasuk is, he says, what is this hard work for you? And we see by the Rasha, we approach him in a very you know, harsh way. You break his teeth. We're not into him. But the Hacham, no problem, will answer him. And the question is, what's the reason? What is the difference? Why did the rabbi see that the difference in the Hacham's question and the Rasha's question? And if you look in the Pasuk itself, it's very explicit, different than what we see in the Haggadah. The Haggadah doesn't bring the beginning of the Pasuk. The beginning of the Pasuk is by the Hacham. It says, Ki When your son is going to ask you, what are the rules and what are all the mitzvot that we have to keep? By the, by the Rasha, it doesn't say that he's going to ask you. It says, They're going to tell you what is this work. And there's a very, very big difference in general when a person wants to come to a rav and he wants to ask a question, if you're asking or if you're telling, which means a guy is coming to a rav, he wants to get some piece of advice. What do I do? Now, he in his own mind has what he wants to do. But if he comes in and he asks the rav's opinion, he's going to listen to whatever the rav said. When you listen to what the Rav said, that's when you're going to be matzliach, when it's coming as an asking form. Ki yishalcha, you're a hacham, you're a wise person, because you're going to get the proper answer that the Rav is supposed to be giving you, as opposed to a person who walks into a Rav and he wants his own answer, and he says, you know, here's my question, but he doesn't actually come asking, he's coming and telling it to him. So that's a big problem. That's the difference between the person who's going to see bracha from the Rav's blessing, or a person who's not going to see. When you're coming and asking, your mishabed, whatever your dot is, you don't have any more dots. Whatever the Rav tells you to do, that's what you're going to do. As opposed to a person who comes in and says, I really want it to be this answer, and I just hope the Rav says that. That's the, that's the wrong way to approach asking the Rav a question. So I'm just going to share with you a very uh, quick story. When I was in Eretz Yisrael about 13 years ago, I, uh, I was in yeshiva, and I was in, Amer- in an Israeli yeshiva, and I was one of the few American kids in the yeshiva, and it happened to have been an out Shabbos. We were, uh, it, was, it was Hanukkah weekend, and we, uh, the whole yeshiva was going home. So I was there in the yeshiva. There was going to be very, very few kids staying. And I was going to my father's rov's house in a different city. But, you know, it was going to be a hard weekend for me because every weekend in yeshiva, the way it worked was, there was a special, like, uh, it was a learning program that they had on Thursday nights, a learning program on Friday afternoon, and a Shabbos every single week. You would get 20 shekel for Thursday night. 10 shekel for the Friday afternoon and 10 shekel for Motzei Shabbos. Now, back then, the shekel was, I think, five shekels for a dollar. So we're talking about $2 an hour, but it was still exciting for me. I was making $8 over the weekend and it was great. And I needed that 40 shekels every week. I would save it up and I would buy Sfarim at the end of the month. So that weekend was going to be very rough because the whole yeshiva was out. So there was no 20 at night, no 10 on Friday afternoon, and no Motzei Shabbos 10. So I was having a hard time. I didn't know what to do. Thursday morning before the yeshiva left, I uh, was diving shakras with the yeshiva before everybody left. And I was davening, davening, please, Hashem, send me the 40 shekel, you know, send some type of siman. I really want to not lose that money, please. So right after Shachos was over, one of the boys came over to me and said, listen, you know, tonight there's an all-nighter in a shul around the block. If you want to come and learn, you get 35 shekel. I said, wow, it sounds great. Okay, let me see. I don't do anything without asking my rub. I went to the Rosh Hashiva. I told him, listen, here's the story. I usually make 40 shekels a week. You know, here's this kid who just came over to me. He said he's going to make 35. Is it a siman or is it not a siman? Good idea or not to do it. So the Rav told me not to do it. He said, nope, don't do it. It's not a siman. Don't worry, you'll get it somehow else. 
He said, you have to make sure you sleep properly, you learn properly. This way you don't lose your whole Friday. You don't lose your own Shabbos. You're going you're gonna to be able to learn like a mensch on a Friday and Shabbos too. So I said, okay, whatever the rabbi says, I'm going to listen to it. Now me, I was like a little bit annoyed, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to take it. If the Rav said so, I'm going to have the bracha. I'm not worried. Sure enough, the next morning I woke up with no minion in, shul, in the yeshiva because, um, because all the boys were out. I got up early, very early. I walked about 45 minutes to Harnoff to go pray with Khan Vadia, Lava Shalom. He was still living at the time as many years ago. He was still alive. I got there early, right before Shachris, and the, the shul was still empty. I sat there, a few guys came in, then the Rav came in, and I'm sitting and watching him in awe. It was really, it was like, see Gadol Adar like that, and having in front of him was really amazing. After that was over, I left. I went to somebody I knew in the town, in that city, whatever, and I uh, had breakfast. It was a very nice day. I sat and learned all day. Friday night, whatever, for Shabbos, I went to my father's Rav in a different city, and over there, I was sitting, and I was... Uh, I was learning on Shabbos morning, and one boy came over to me from Yeshiva. He saw me. He said, you know, it happens to be tonight. For Hanukkah, the rub is having a thing in the shul. Any boy who comes and learns, you get 25 shekel. I said, okay, I'll get 25 shekel. 25 is not 40, but it's good enough. Then once a Shabbos, I come to the learning to the shul, and I sit there for, I think it was an hour and a half, maybe two hours. I don't remember what it was. And we sat and we learned. And after that hour and a half, two hours, the rub comes over to us to give out the money. It's to do a sheer you in. I said, we're in sheer gimel, whatever. He said, oh, sheer gimel. Okay, they upped the price. It used to be 25 shekels, but this week we're giving out 40 shekels for the boys. So I got my 40 shekels, and I was able to learn Baruch Hashem all Shabbos, all Friday. It was amazing because you listen to the Rav. Rabbi said, when you have a Shaila, you go to the Rav, go ask him, and whatever he says, do, and that's where you're going to see the Bracha. We all should be Zaycheh, the Bracha, and everything that we do. Have a wonderful day.